Good morning, everybody. It's been a while since you've heard my voice on this podcast. Who are you? Austin's tried to take over, (laughs) but I'm back with force. It's my turn. It's my time. We're going to turn Austin down. What's your name? We're going to mute his microphone. We're going to have a Zach pod today. I'm behind the sound soundboard so (laughs) it's good to be back with y'all on the two peas on a pod podcast i hope everybody's having a great tuesday morning we're glad to be coming with you again today i'll be here a little more often from now on at least twice a month so i guess the big question is where in the world have you been well i've been right where i've always been and you've been gone yeah i have been gone it makes it very hard when you're an evangelist and you're an assistant pastor. To, yeah, I've stayed makes it hard. pretty well located in Garrison and Vanceburg, Kentucky. And Austin travels about. And so he takes the equipment. He feels like he's a little more privileged than I am. Yeah. I mean, it could be me while he's gone podcasting with other people. You but, wouldn't do it. But he won't <laughs> leave the equipment with me, so it's him. You'd leave the people hanging. And other people. <laughs> and so plus the main reason behind that is all the interviews right i'm just got i'm just we've had on. some awesome interviews and we got some awesome ones coming up i actually don't really even have a desire to keep the equipment <laughs> to be honest with you um austin's a little better at that than i am but here i am i'm back I had a great interview last month pastor jason painter yes we did you i did. really i really enjoyed that one yeah, I can't remember why you couldn't be in on that one. Yes, you did have a good interview with Brother Jason. He's got a great testimony. Yes, he does. And the bad thing about that was, is after we done that testimony, then we thought of some more things that I wish we could have done later. But I think you just heard me take a drink of my coffee. I apologize. That's all right. I should have got some, so my voice won't be so rough this morning. But anyways, today is May the 3rd. It's already May. It's hard to believe. It It was snowed last month in april that was crazy and uh hopefully it don't snow this month i'm oh. so tired of it yeah i like it for a lot of times but i'm ready for the warm I seen weather somebody I'm, I'm i was parked in ohio somebody said ohio can have their bipolar weather back that's exactly right i was born and raised in ohio and ohio and kentucky are practically the same very bipolar in weather 61 day 30 yeah the next. you know a lot of a lot of places are like that though really but I heard Brother Dwayne Gallagher been. one time say a, a universal statement is, oh, if you don't like the weather here, come back tomorrow. This is the wherever you're at. And yeah. that's true. People say that all the time, no matter hardly where they're at. Maybe not in like California or Hawaii or something, but a lot of places. Now, California, it don't rain. I can't remember exactly what they said, but it don't rain at all. They that's told really, us in Hawaii that world. it doesn't storm over there very much at all. They don't hardly have thunderstorms. Right before our flight took off, a big thunderstorm hit. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> I don't know if this could be bad or not, but it was just pretty average. Well, there's one thing I noticed. I was listening to uh, some of these interviews. We pre-record several months in advance, depending on you know if I'm in... Shh, don't tell our secret. 
I'm in, I'm in one state. I'll catch it, and then I'll release it whenever we need to. But anyways, sorry. I let the cat out of the bag. But I, I hadn't listened to Brother Jason's in a while, and I went back and listened, and I realized that I say these two words, and, uh, about 50 times. And, uh. And, uh. And, uh. <laughs> and that right there. And I told my wife, I said, I got to quit doing that. You don't realize it when you're recording. You're just like, and, uh. Yeah, when you go back and listen, you do realize and, uh, a lot more what I'm you like, do. I could take some of them out, but then I'd have to take out most of the content. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do better. If you've heard that, forgive me. I don't mean to do it on purpose, but. It's and, just, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I got to try not to say that today. Move on. <laughs> but last month was April, and April had a lot of birthdays. Yes. You had some children that got older in April. And myself. Yeah, and yourself. Yep. I had two kids born in April. I my did two. F- my first two. Austin had two kids born in April. Yeah. Four minutes apart. Mine were a year and six days apart. And they turned six and seven. So they're getting old. Yeah, it's hard to believe I got kids that are six and seven. I know that don't sound very old to a lot of people. Kaylee is, but six, it flies by. But my twins, my twins turned two, two years old. But they've been in their terrible twos for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> they've been yeah. in their terrible two since they turned one. Well, <laughs> my six-year-old never grew out of his. So yeah, hopefully they, they grow do. Out of theirs. Three-year-old, he'll be four in June. <laughs> I don't know if he'll ever grow up. But I think I've nailed it down. I told Kelly, I said, I think it's because the twins are so young, and he's got two brothers, and they're still babies. They're still, you know, in diapers, mm-hmm. and you know, they want bottles. And so he thinks he's just a triplet. That's what he, he really does. He just thinks he's a triplet. Yeah, they look like triplets. And so, they look so much yeah. alike. They really do. In pictures, sometimes it's hard to tell. Which was which? Well, you wouldn't believe how many churches we go to. Now, Case, now they all walk, of course, but Case is a little bit taller, and he's more mature in the face, but he's not much taller than the twins. They all do look like, and a lot of people think they are. Like, yeah. you have triplets? The shock factor is hilarious. When we do go to a brand new place that we've never been before, and they don't know us, but if they don't know anything, and we get there, and we walk in, and they see all five of my kids, and then they see twins. It's hilarious. Yeah. Every time it never gets old. It's kind of funny. Yeah. I don't know how interesting this will be to the conversation, but I'm just going to add it right here. I went to a youth camp one time. and Well, I went more than one time. I went tons of times. But this one particular youth camp we used to go to every year, they had like five sets of twins. And it was not a big camp. I mean, I think there was less than 100 campers. Wow. And they had five sets of of twins. And I think at least four out of the five sets were identical. And maybe all of them were. But that that was crazy because, yeah, like you say, crazy. twins ain't that prevalent. And there was five sets of them at that one youth camp. Well, today is May 3rd, and that means that it is camp meeting week around here. Yes, sir. That means always, was it always the first week of May, I guess? It's, it's the fir- it starts... The Monday night before the first Saturday in May. Yeah. So you take the first Saturday oh, yeah. in May and go back. Sometimes it starts in April. Yeah. But always around this time, every year, we always go to Springdale Camp Meeting, which is Pastor Brother David Miller. And uh, we always go to that camp meeting practically every year. Now, I have skipped a few because of traveling other places. But I'll plan on being there this whole weekend camp meeting, Lord willing. Yeah. And I know you'll be there. Now, I will say it's the Free Pentecostal Church of God Association camp meeting. Yeah. And it's hosted by the Springdale Church. Right. Pastor David Miller, chairman of the Free Pentecostal Church of God Association. 
but it's a pretty pretty big meeting. Tons of people oh, yeah. come. It always there's people. One thing I loved about this camp meeting is Brother David is known by practically everybody, and you never know who you're going to hear preach. You mm-hmm. never know who you're going to meet. Um, I've heard people preach from Maine to Hawaii. Yeah, Brother Wayne preached from Hawaii. I've heard uh, people from California. You never know yeah. who you're going to hear preach at that camp meeting. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty, right. That's pretty neat. And uh, so we're going to enjoy being there. And you're over the choir, I guess, Thursday and Friday. Yes, sir. We'll Mass be doing choir. the choir, Lord willing. And we done it last year. Went really good. Had some good. We uh, went from, there was one uh, practice. Practice starts an hour before the morning or before the evening service, before the Vesper service. So it starts at 6. And we're supposed to go from 6 till 7. And Vesper starts at 7. And uh, we got in practice, and Brother David Vance was leading the song that night. And man, the Lord got to moving in there, and people just came in, and they was shouting right, at, you know, in the practice. And we went till I I can't remember what time we went till really late, and uh, way past the vesper service starting time. And then we got back up in the main service, and people got in again. So. It was really good. We had a good time. Yeah, it's going to be a good week. Monday night, youth rally is always on Monday night. Yeah, they and always start with the youth rally. Brother Douglas Meadow will be there. Yes. Monday night, and then Tuesday is just night service, no day service. And that's when, I guess, the actual camp meeting starts, Tuesday night. Yeah. And then uh, Brother John Brock will yep. be there Tuesday through Friday, and then Brother Neil Bridges. Yeah, that's going to be a treat. Yeah. Uh, they just done a 60-year uh, ministry anniversary mm-hmm. down in Jersey. I got to listen to some of that. It's pretty neat. Yeah, Sixty I'll years listen so. to some of it. So he'll be preaching Wednesday through Friday. So that's going to be an awesome time at camp meeting. Well, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Speaking of meetings, we have another one that we're going to announce and talk about for a minute, and that is we got a news flash for you. May momentum, May momentum. You've heard us talk about it, and we're going to continue to talk about it through the rest of may up to it and that is may momentum 2022 may 20th and 21st friday and saturday brother douglas meadow uh, brother jonathan roberts from rich Sands, virginia will be here on saturday service starts 7 30 friday saturday at 11 if you would like any more information you can email us at the podcast at 2ps21 at yahoo.com t-w-o-p-e-a-s-2-1 at yahoo.com or you can look at our instagram page at two peas on a pod 21 all the information will be there we have brother zach we've got uh let's see girls dorms yes we've got boys dorms yes and married dorms yes and already a couple of those already taken check and so they're very limited so if you'd like a family dorm you need to get a hold of one of us our numbers are on the flyer which are on instagram so if you want to look on there our numbers text us call us do something Come on out and be with us. us. It'll be a good time. And we've got some musicians that are coming in, so it'll be some good music there. And we'll have some good singing. And then, of course, we'll have great preaching. And uh, Brother Douglas's family will be with him, Lord willing. And they'll be singing. And so that'll be an an awesome treat. Um, They've got a new CD coming out, by the way. Yes, I'm really excited for. Um, I don't know when it'll be out, but... I'm looking forward we'll to have that. Basketball, volleyball. There's a playground, and don't forget your fishing pole. Yep, there's a pond you can go fishing at. Kelly throws in white bread and catches fish like crazy. <laughs> I'm not the best fisherman, but she's pretty good. I have caught some bluegill and a couple bass there. Yeah, I've caught a pretty good bass. It's out pretty there. fun. 
So yeah. pretty fun place. It's so. real pretty too. It sets back. There's an Amish farm right. Yeah, it's really right pretty. And you'll see them comes up against the. You'll fence see their there. buggies and see them. Yeah. We've talked to them. Yeah, they come over one year and gave horse and buggy rides. Yeah, for like two dollars. <laughs> All the kids yeah. riding the horse and buggy. Shout out to brother Jared Tinsley for coming to do his PA system. He's actually going full time. I'm sure yeah. he doesn't care me saying this. He's actually quitting his job and going full time. In the ministry, and he's going to be doing PA systems for meetings and also evangelizing, preaching as well. So they're coming. I want to say he said we're the first meeting of him being full-time. Uh-huh. And so he has an awesome system and does an awesome job. Yes, he does. So we're looking forward to that meeting. And it is an open-air tabernacle. We'll put that out there for just to give you a context. It's a nice big, it's an old Methodist campground. It was founded like in the, it's still in the 1800s, I think, wasn't it? It's like 1890s. It says it on the gate. If you get there and I'm wrong, I didn't mean to be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was in the 1890s. It's Ruggles Campground. You can look it up. Yeah. Tolsburg, Ruggles Kentucky. Campground. And it's it's a beautiful campground, yeah. beautiful area. It's been closed for like over two years. The lady that's over it told me the other day, I think April 1st, it was either April 1st or May 1st, was the first day it's going to be open. Yeah. So. It's been closed due to COVID. Their organization was extremely strict on COVID. Yeah. So they're just now letting us back in there. So yeah. that's why we ain't had it for two years. But it's going to be an awesome time. And then we got some other big news. Big news, Brother Zach. Tell them. Within the month. Talk to us about it. CDs. Wait a second. That's how big it is. We got to tell it to you twice. CDs coming out online within the month we'll keep you updated we've had some feedback that you're going to hear in just a minute but we've been bombarded with feedback from people saying they want our music online we have a choir cd well we've got four cds but only two of them are going to be available mm-hmm. and uh so we've got the choir cd yes. and we've got you and kelly's newest your second cd right and those will both be available on i think over 600 websites within the month all right that is going to be something that people have asked us for a whole lot yes and not just on and just so not it'll on be podcast. on all your streaming services so to all your spotify people out there and your apple music people like me <laughs> it'll be out you can soon. also buy it on itunes and google and all those good things so yep. it's going to be great everybody will get to hear it everybody's been asking are you a spotify do you, do you use Spotify? Uh, very rarely. I do, I do not use Spotify. Maybe I should look into it. A lot of people like it, yeah. but I've never really fooled with it. I just don't stream music very I've much. I've just got my Apple uh, Music, my iPhone, my handy-dandy iPhone. We won't start that. And that's what I use. <laughs> but it'll be on there. Everybody hopefully will enjoy it. And you've probably heard a lot of our songs. We, I, I change up the outros a lot and play different songs, and I will continue to do that like today. Just change it up, let y'all hear some songs, and hopefully you can go on there and listen to them and all that good stuff. And so we're glad to have those finally out there. And it ain't just the podcast emails either. It ain't just it ain't just from the feedback. We've had people all over the country, different states, different churches that have asked about CDs, and I'm like, I don't know. We don't have no more. And so finally, it'll appease everybody, and I can just say, go online. That's what everybody's doing now. Go online. Well, these new cars don't even play CDs. Appease. So No pun intended. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to move on to some f- feedback. All right. So we got one here. 
and it's an Apple review. I've got two Apple reviews to read today, and this one says new listener, the title of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I can't pronounce the whoever that is. No. It's got all F- kinds of... BF for F-J-R-B-F-H-F-R-H-R-G-D. The, the I guess last I just three, slapped the keyboard, I guess. The, the last three reminds me of R-B-G. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> R-G-D. All right. It said, I just started listening to your podcast a few days ago, and I knew it was going to be good when one of the first things you talked about was Odyssey. Uh-huh. I heard about your podcast through Pod and Me, and I'm glad I did because this has become one of my favorite things to listen to. You captivate my attention every time I listen. Keep it up, a Buckeye listener. Welcome, Buckeye listener. Captivate. That's pretty That's good. That's a big word. That's pretty captivate good. Captivate my attention. Well, uh, we know the heart of the listeners is Odyssey. We'll have to we'll have to go back to it. Have I told the story about what I told Brother Bill Houston one time? About Odyssey. I don't think so. Let me just tell y'all story. Story time here. Um, I don't have a sound bite for story I time. I don't know if... I may have already told this on the podcast, but I'll tell it again. It's, my, it's our podcast. I can do what I want. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, goodness. I've been gone um, for six months, and he just jump on yeah, and take over. Yeah, just jump back on and take back over. <laughs> told you that's what I'm doing today. Um, anyway, I was very young... And I knew that Brother Bill Houston did not believe in Odyssey. He preached against Odyssey some. And uh, maybe a lot. I don't know. But he was a great man. And he was here preaching for us. And um, I, I had found out that he didn't believe in Odyssey. And we didn't actually even have any Odysseys, any sets of Odyssey at that time. But we had some, like... Chick-fil-A, they used to give out um, Odysseys in their Happy Meals and stuff. So we had some of those and just a few straggler things. We didn't actually have any sets of Odyssey at this time. We acquired some over the years. Um, But anyway, Brother Bill was preaching for us, and I was sitting in front of him, and I turned around and I asked him, because I I done knew, but I I don't know how old I was, but far less than 10. And I said, Brother Bill, do you believe in Odyssey? He said, no, son, I don't. I said, all right, I'll get rid of all mine. (laughs) (laughs) I only had like one or two cassettes of it. And uh, I, I don't think I followed through with that. But we got home and Dad said... (laughs) <laughs> but what did you ask Brother Bill? He saw me talking to him. Of course, he was on the pulpit. You know, Dad's the pastor. I said, I asked him if he believed in Odyssey. That's, you did what? He said, you knew he didn't believe in Odyssey. Oh, uh, it was really funny. Brother Bill loved it, though. He laughed. He thought it was He thought it was hilarious. But anyway, we did. I didn't get rid of the Odyssey. Maybe I should have, but we become Odyssey fans. Here's another one. Genuine wholesomeness. This comes from Larry Jr., 1994. And I think I know this guy about all my life. He goes to our church, him and his wife and their little boy. They attend our church and have for years and years. 
And we didn't pay him to say this either. No. We're going to talk about personal evangelism in a minute. And I'm going to tell a story about this guy's mom. All right. It says, I know these guys and their families personally, and I can say they are genuine. I have grown up with Brother Zach and have known Brother Austin since he married Sister Kelly. Wholesome content that will entertain, encourage, tan hides. Not easy, Larry. (laughs) Or just good old content. You won't be disappointed. We are a little slow in listening to all the podcasts. Get your act together, Larry. Get, get listening to them. We're a little slow listening to all the podcasts, but we have enjoyed each and every, I think he means one, thus far. Give them a try, and you won't be disappointed. Good job, y'all. Thanks, Larry. We appreciate yep. the feedback. Thanks, Larry. And him and his wife was at PFYC this year, and they done a song about miracles. And Yeah, that's really awesome. They had a bunch of the cardboard testimonies, which is really, you know, those are really good. I those like those. Those are tear jerkers. Yeah. We'd done it here one night. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I do. It's been a long time ago. I don't ago. remember what they said, but I remember. Yeah. It, it, it went really good, yeah. too. We just done it here on just a regular Sunday night one time. Um, Just kind of surprise them. Just throw something yeah, out we there. Yeah, we just. catch the crowd off guard. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, they done that this year, and. They were Sister Brim was looking for testimonies, and she had a group of people that she was that she texted and asked for some. And so I told her about Larry and Ashlyn, that boy that just rode in. And the doctor told him they couldn't have any children. His wife had JRA for years, and she was on a very strong medication. Um, it was medication that cancer patients are on, and everything. So she was on some very strong medication. She was pretty sickly. And the doctor told him they would never be able to have kids because of her situation. And God healed her of that one day at Brother Daniel Miller's church on a Sunday afternoon. And uh, one night at our church before that, I think, the the Holy Ghost had spoke and told her. Uh, she was praying one night for a long time. The Holy Ghost spoke. And uh, in other words, I don't remember exactly what the Holy Ghost said, but in other words, Give told them they'd have desire a desire of your heart. I think, yeah, I thought that's what Which it said. everybody knew what that was. Yes. And uh, so then she got healed of that, so she got to throw her medicine away. Mm-hmm. And needless to say, they had a child and little Isaac Nathaniel, and he's a real happy little guy. He gets in church. He's funny. But anyway, the, at this year at PFYC, um, I referred them and so they got to walk across the stage there and hold their sign up and said the doctor said we never have a baby and then turning around said but god gave us our son and they actually carried isaac across yep. the pulpit which was really awesome and you know visible miracle proof which yep. was very nice anyway go ahead austin we have one more feedback to read today and it says brother austin and brother zach we look forward to the podcast and are blessed by each of them the one with Brother Todd Hatcher on Identity Crisis was so relevant and informative for today. Thanking God for young men who have dedicated their lives and their families to the ministry. And that was from Betty Griffiths, who happens to be <laughs> my grandma. <laughs> so, Shout out to Sister yeah. Betty, Thanks, Brother Mama. Denver. We yep. really appreciate them. They are great people. Papa just really turned are. 78 last month in yep. April. Yep. So... Anyways, and you all had an out. ice cream cake without me there. Yep, Dairy Queen ice cream. Cake. I love ice cream cake. Yep, I just in did. case I'm ever around anybody that feels led to give me an <laughs> ice cream cake. <laughs> yeah, Dairy Queen has a pre-made too. You just 
go there, grab one, and go. They're so good. So, but, we thanks for all the feedback. That one was Brother Todd. I really enjoyed that. And Todd, I don't know if Brother Todd did ever. I say Brother Todd. And uh, I don't know if he's ever done a podcast before or not. I can't remember. But he told me, he said, this was fun. But he was getting into it. Y'all have seen him. It was funny. Yeah. He was in the microphone like he does. I mean, he's an excited preacher anyways. And he was just, I mean, you know, just me and him at the table. And he was throwing his arms and going at it. It was funny. Yeah. Brother Todd's a great preacher. Yeah, he is. He's one of my best friends. But we're going to try to have him back on here eventually if our schedules will allow us. But he loved it so much. I thought, well, he's as good as anybody. (laughs) So when we're in the area, hopefully we can get him on. But that leads us to the very end of this episode. We're going to conclude. And I asked, I texted some, I should say first, I texted some, uh, just a few, not very many. I texted probably three or four listeners that listen all the time, regularly, that have told me we always listen. And I said, what are some topics that we've not addressed that you would like us to talk about? Excuse me. What are some topics that we've never even talked about that you'd like to address? And here's one of them. Somebody told me, I can't, I'm trying to, I think I know who it was. But somebody told me, will you talk about witnessing and personal evangelism? And I thought it was a good thing to tackle today on today's podcast because that's what we've, you know, you all just done some of that just the other day. And uh, I've had some experiences lately. So we'll just, we're going to talk a little bit about personal evangelism before we get off here. So, Brother Zach, why don't you take us to uh, kind of what happened with you all just a few weeks ago? So we, uh, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, which is not two peas on a pod, <laughs> but to pardon me, uh, one of the special podcasts. It was kind of weird to listen to yourself, though. Yeah. And uh, Brother Devin had on Brother David Brim, and he was talking about bus ministry, which is awesome. And if you haven't listened to that, you should listen to it. It's really good. And uh, it just really stirred my heart. And then they played a song by Sister Ruth, one that she wrote. And uh, it was it's called What Took You So Long. And it just really got a hold of me. It just really stirred my heart up. And I played it for my wife later. We was headed to a revival one night and uh, in the fellowship and area. Right after I'd listened to that, and I played her that song, and she was sitting over there. Anybody that knows my wife, she loves to cry. She cries all the time. She, if she can find something to cry about, she's going to cry about it. But she started crying. She was listening to that song, and she was crying, and and it just really reached us. So we, of course, talked to our pastor, and that's the first thing I would tell anybody to do is talk to your pastor before you do a whole lot. Um any, if if anything um, regarding you know the church name using the church name, you know talk to your pastor first. I'm not saying talk to your pastor before you tell somebody about the Lord, but if you yeah. try to do something you know under the umbrella of the church, you know you should talk to your pastor about it. And uh, so we talked to our pastor, which is my dad, and um, we got a group together and we all met on a Tuesday night in the church and we just. Just opened it up for whoever wanted to come. And um, they came, several, mainly our young couples came. And there were several of us there. And we went over, We had, I went and printed off a bunch of brochures of the church, made up some, you know, our service times and just things about the church in there. And also a little 
um, tracked section of it, and then we made up with having a revival soon, so we made up revival flyers to go along with it. And then we we spent some time in there on Tuesday night in the church. We went over just some scriptures about personal evangelism. We went over the Roman road. I'm sure you've heard of it. If you haven't, it's you know pretty interesting. Uh, the Roman road. Just a bunch of scriptures leading to salvation. We went over that. I actually printed that off for them to take back with them. Um, we went over just several other things. And then we actually practiced knocking on doors. So we've got doors up on our pulpit, Sunday school room doors. Uh-huh. And uh, so we would we practiced there and went over, you know, what would we say to somebody? And it was really interesting. It was fun. It was interesting. And then before we left, we all prayed, and we had decided on routes that we would take. And we all went uh, on Thursday night. We all went different places and knocked on doors. And uh, we had several people act very interested. And here's what I'd say about personal evangelism. It may not always be as fulfilling as you wish it was. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's it can be easy to get discouraged doing it, but it's worth it. And uh, so we, um, we went out on that Thursday night, and we had several people act very interested. And then one lady actually got saved right there in her house that night. And then another, a few weeks later, another woman came from that, and she got saved at church. And we're fixing to go out again here soon. Um, we, we got back together, regrouped and things, and got some new material, more material to hand out and all that. But it's very interesting, and it's very fulfilling. And here's what I would say about it real quick, and I'll, I'll give it back to Austin. Um, like I said, it's easy to get discouraged with it, but here is the key. We're just planting seeds. That's our that's our job, yeah. is to plant the seed. And it's not our job to, uh, we can't save them. We can't necessarily keep them saved. We can, we can do our part and encourage them and preach to them and, and um, disciple them. I'm not saying that. But you never know what what kind of seed you just planted in somebody's life. And if you can save somebody from going to hell forever, you know, they may go years on down the road and that'll be still in their heart because God's word does not return to him void. And you give them the word of God and you witness to them and they may go years down the road before you ever see any kind of fruit or you may never see it. You may never see it till you get to glory. But if you could save somebody from being lost, then that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Proverbs said, he that winneth souls is wise. And uh, it's a great thing to witness to somebody. I was thinking of the scripture there in 1 Corinthians 3, where Paul said, I have planted and Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Right. You know, if you plant the seed and then say another preacher comes by to tell them the truth or whoever else, say 10 years down the road, they watered. And God gives the increase. Mm-hmm. You know, you, for one, you're still going to be given reward for that planting of seed. But just, you know, like I said, it's all about just one soul not going to hell. That, that, that's what it's about. You know, if you went out in the whole church, if you spent hundreds, hundreds of dollars or even thousands of dollars over time, and you went, knocked on hundreds of doors, and only one person got saved, well, I mean, it was worth it all mm-hmm. for one soul not to go to hell. And uh, I was thinking of uh, the other day, you know, I, I found out that my kids are a huge conversation starter because I have a large family. I have five kids, and they're all six and under. And so when we go to a restaurant, per se, uh, for for example, or if we go to uh, – I was in Pigeon Forge at a, a campground. They have a big playground there. Our kids were playing. 
and people, you know, they see it, it's automatically all those kids. And so they, you know, people come to me and start talking and then they're like, then the next thing is, you know, what do you do? Why are you here? And then, you know, I'm a full-time preacher. I live in a motor home. And so it interests people. So I'm like, well, I'm, I'm a full-time traveler. And they're like, oh, you know, that's pretty cool. It's like, yeah, all seven of us live in a motor home. <laughs> and uh, so like, oh, you know, that's that's neat. I bet that's interesting. And we get to talking, and I'm like, I'm a full-time preacher. I preach, and my wife yeah. sings. And they're like, oh, wow. And so I, I've been able to talk and witness to a lot of people over the last three years of traveling from that. And I can't remember all of them, but two specifically um, that I remember just of late is we was in Pigeon Forge, and my kids were playing at the playground. There was a guy there at the KOA at the playground, and he was talking to me. And one thing that kind of irks me about talking to people is, you know, we're just having conversation. You know, obviously, I'm not in a suit and tie. I'm just in everyday mm-hmm. clothes. And, you know, you're just talking to people, and you're just having conversation, and then, it, you know, talking about the kids and whatnot. It comes up to what I do. And, you know, we've been talking for 20 minutes he was like, oh, I told him I was a full-time preacher. He's like, oh, yeah. I mean, you could tell he, they, they was not churchy mm-hmm. people at all. <laughs> all of a sudden, their family reads the Bible every night. He teaches his kids the Bible. Yeah. And I was like, that, that's one problem that you'll run into in personal evangelism. Yeah. Is one problem is you can't really find nobody that's lost. Right. Everybody claims to be saved, and that's a sign of the times. We're in the days of Noah. Everybody thinks they're right, and we're not going to get off on that rabbit trail right now. But that's one thing. If you can't, if you can't talk to somebody that thinks they're lost, you, I mean, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell them that they're, you know, you know what I'm trying to talk about. I don't even think they're lost. So right. you, it's like you, you got nothing to work with hardly. But all of a sudden, he was super spiritual when he found out as a preacher. So that was conversation kind of didn't end up going anywhere. <laughs> but we was at a Longhorn Steakhouse some time ago. And uh, I took my family out. We were just wanting to go. We'd been traveling. We'd been going. We just wanted to go out and get a nice dinner. So we went there, and there was this couple that was b- behind us. And, of course, my I hate to say this, but my family's a scene about everywhere we go. <laughs> you know, I got twins and, you know, five kids. It's just most people at any restaurant don't have five kids. And so we're automatically the focus of attention, seems like. We was real quick. I'm oh, you're fine. Follow up on that. I forget where we was. We was in a store the other day, and Heidi was crying. Of course, she's less than one. You know, she's uh-huh. she was crying, and I think Grace started crying. She's two, and then we was trying to herd the other ones out. And, you know, it's like herding cats. I mean, it's cattle. No cats. It's worse than cattle. <laughs> worse than cattle. <laughs> and so we tried to get them out of there, and I looked at my wife. We got out of the store. I mean, we wasn't trying to just get them out of there because it's crying. We was just leaving. But I looked at her, I said, well, that was a scene. Yeah. <laughs> and we both just started laughing, but it's just so funny. But anyway, it is sometimes if you're not careful. Yeah, it is sometimes. Go ahead. But a lot of times what what I find out, and it's a rabbit trail, a lot of the older folks that were around, they're like, oh, I was one of 10. I was one of 15. Yeah. I was one of 12. And you definitely don't see that. Yeah. You know, five is crazy right now to have five kids people are like you're crazy and i'm like well i, I believe in having a big family <laughs> you do you but anyways back then five kids you didn't have a big family you had a half or a third of what everybody else had pretty much i'd say about everybody's grandparents had 10 12 kids which i know times are different but you can still have them if you, you can do what you want to do but anyways um 
we was at Longhorn and we was talking to this or this couple was looking at my kids and they, I mean they were staring my kids down they was laughing they smiling and finally you know they could tell they was wanting to talk and I was I was waiting on my wife was changing a couple diapers and uh, I was standing there with the kids and they was talking to me and they 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 just started talking to me because I had kids and then the conversation come up and I wasn't three miles from the church and we was getting ready to start revival that Sunday I think mm-hmm. it was Friday or Saturday. And I told them about revival and invited them out. Now they didn't come, but you never know what kind of seed that plants. You, right. know, you get to tell them, and uh, and then again they was. Uh, I said something about it. She said, "Oh, the Lord's good all the time." I thought, you know, maybe they go to church, maybe they don't. You know, mm-hmm. you just never know. But personal evangelism is, is is it's awesome to witness to somebody. But like you said, it can be discouraging because there's been folks just right here in Vanceburg. We've invited a million times. Seems yeah. like there's been guys at work you. I mean, literally, as much as I get behind the pulpit, and as Larry said, tan hides, and uh, you know, preach. Some of them guys at work, they're rough, buddy. You just oh, have yeah. to tell them you are going to hell. You're yeah. taking your whole family there, and they just. I mean, you'd preach to them for years, and yeah, just nothing seems like. Yeah, I was going to tell the story about. I said when I was reading Larry's thing that uh, I'd tell the story about his mom, and what I was meant by that is we was having vacation bible school i think i think it was vacation bible school and uh or maybe maybe it wasn't i can't remember for sure but anyway we was running the church van and sister carla in our church was running the church van and she pulled up to a stop and sister georgia got on the van and she thought she was going to another church maybe that's maybe she thought she was going to a vacation bible school she was waiting on a church van to come one of the other churches here in the town um not a holiness church not one of the holiness churches and she got on that van of of ours sister carla was driving and she came to the holiness church and got saved and got on the wrong church van and came to church and got saved and because of that, because that church van was out running and she got on it and she came to church, there has been at least 21 people that I counted up that have been saved yeah, because of that. Of because you've got her and all, she's got four kids and then her sister and her husband and their three kids and then grandkid and then her sister, um, some of them have spouses and grandkids and sister georgia's got grandkids and her brother and her mom and her dad and none of them was saved and they all have gotten saved now um because of you know because there was a church fan running and she came and got saved and sister georgia's a great soul winner herself won her family to the lord prayed him in won him to the lord but soul winning is it's so vital you know and it's uh, and she's it's, vital to this church. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. One time I'll tell this, and we'll end this podcast. You I got was, one more story. You was out preaching, and so I told I, you I'm running the podcast today. I had yeah, <laughs> I had uh, Noah. We had a baby, so I was home for yeah. a little while, and you was out preaching. So I was here, and you was out. It was kind of weird, but uh, you're you're the teenage class Sunday school teacher, and so I took over your class for two Sundays while you was gone. Yeah. And uh, so the first Sunday. Nobody, uh, Georgia was, I think they sick or something. She wasn't at church and nobody told nobody that Georgia wasn't coming. <laughs> so we go back to the Sunday school rooms, which is behind the church, which is a different set of heat and air. And we go back there and the, was it like, it was like 47. It's or, connected to the church, but it's different. Yeah. But it's a different. Church. Yeah. Yeah. You can't run it off the church. Right. You got to turn on different heat and air. It was like 48 degrees or something back there. 
And by the time I turned the heat on, it was only like 55 when we got out. <laughs> and my the kids were in there while I was teaching. They shivering. They just holding their arms. I was like, this is terrible. I said, we need to make a public announcement when Sister Georgia's not there because she does so much that we don't even think about Yeah, it. she does. She's here all the time. And she, she lives right by the church. She can walk to it. And so she does a ton of stuff. But I was going to tell this last People story, like and then we'll quit awesome. here. And that is... If you feel the Lord tug at your heart, any at all, to witness to somebody, witness to them. i tell you what I did the other day. There is a little gas station in our town where I live. And I go there quite often. And they sell food in there and milkshakes. I don't never buy none of that. I just go there to get gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their butterscotch milkshakes are delicious. And so I go there quite often, and there's this boy that works in there, this young man. Uh, he's a little younger than me, probably. And I was I went through the drive-thru there. You can't get gas in the drive-thru, can you? I nope. shouldn't have said that. You already messed up. But anyway, I was going through the drive-thru there on Saturday night. Paying for your gas. And, yeah, paying for gas. <laughs> I was actually picking Shand up a burger. And... Uh, I th- I thought I thought I should invite him to Easter Sunday. This was Saturday night before Easter. Uh-huh. I thought I should invite him to Sunday school in the morning for Easter. And you know, I almost felt you know I felt like it in a way, you know. And it was busy though, and I looked around. I didn't have any of our flyers to give him, and I thought I don't really he don't have time to sit and talk because he is busy, and I didn't have anything to really hand him. And so I thought, he won't remember really what I say, probably. So I just didn't do it. I paid for my food and spoke to him like I normally do and left. Well, Sunday night after church, I was back there again. And I went in to pay for my gas for real this time. (laughs) And I started talking to him. He said, how'd service go today? Did you have a good Easter? I said, yeah, we did. And uh, so we had a good time and just got to talking. He said, now, are, are you a preacher? I said, yes, sir, because I hadn't really talked to him a lot. I just, you know, bought yeah. our stuff. I said, yeah, and uh, come to find out, he pretty much knew who I was and what I was. You know, people have a way of knowing. It does surprise you yeah. sometimes. People know things. And uh, he's, I told him where we was at, and he was, he, he knew. He said, I said, you'll have to come and see us sometime. He said, yeah. He said, I actually thought about coming there this morning. And, I mean, you could have knocked me over with a feather. I said, did you just say you thought about coming here this morning? He said, yeah, me and my woman, we woke up this morning, didn't have nowhere to go for Sunday school on Easter. He said, we thought about coming down there. I said, oh, my goodness. You know, I started to invite him. Yeah. And if and they already was wanting to come. And if somebody would have said, hey, would you come and be with us? They would have probably came. Somebody that close, right on the edge of coming. And I regretted that so bad, not asking him to come. But pray that the Lord give me another chance to talk to him. That And, uh, you know, God is apparently dealing with his heart. And so, you know, take advantage of your opportunities is what I'm trying to say. And I told my father-in-law about it. We was talking. I said, well, one thing about it, if we'll just pay attention to what's going on, we can learn something. Um, 
if you know if we want to so that's what i learned to take advantage of our opportunities and witness you don't know who god's dealing with out there you know i didn't know that guy he didn't really know me but god has a way of getting hold of people and uh i want to be willing to work for him but anyway i guess we're going to end this i don't know how long we've been going probably a little while but it's been good to be back with y'all on the two peas on a pod podcast austin switching it up on me i told him i was well is it Here weird because we it's slow? Yeah, I've, I was all upbeat. <laughs> Austin brought me back down to the ground. He has a way of doing that. <laughs> Sounds like... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ventriloquism. Who is that guy? I don't know. His voice is higher. Yours is low. That was a few years ago. <laughs> I guess Before we'll my preaching days. Yeah. I guess we'll see everybody later. Adios, amigos. Folks, just put your palms up. Sway to the Lord. (laughs) 